Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. And we are back with The Beach and Company. I'm Sandy Beach. The questions with what we've seen on television, does social distancing mean anything anymore? We see a total lack of social distancing during the uh, riots and the protests. Uh, so uh, it doesn't mean anything to us, the law-abiding, tax-paying, voting citizens. And uh, after I heard that Mattis, uh, Mad Dog Mattis, used to be Secretary of State, uh, bad-mouthing the president, saying he doesn't bring people together. Oh, I'm asking, will people just shut the hell up? I'm sick and tired of hearing it. Um, so those are the uh, the two questions. Uh, Tony, we got a text here. We got a lot of text, but one of them says, uh, "I thought it's right up your alley." Uh, will somebody please ask about youth sports? Uh, when when we'll get those things going? Uh, yeah, great question. Uh, this is something that I've been researching for the last several weeks. I go back and forth with uh, people who are you know, affiliated with NASA, Niagara Erie Youth Sports Association, uh, Cayuga Baseball, and so forth. Uh, we recently did a Zoom show on our uh, Inside High School Sports Facebook page about returning to play. Uh, some baseball leagues, Tom Prince and a few others in South Towns Baseball, came up with a way for baseball to be played. Played, and in fact, they've already started practicing. I don't know anything yet about games. Looked at a release today from Cayuga Youth Baseball. They have given up on summer ball. They are hoping maybe for late summer, fall. Uh, this week, we're going to have Ken Stolt and Jay Siriani of Section 6 on to talk about CDC's recently released guidelines for returning to youth football. And I went over it, and i got to be truthful. I don't see how we could do it or even if it's worth doing it at the youth level. I uh, talked to my, some of my coaching friends, and th they agreed it would be very difficult to do. Uh, you'd have to break up practices into uh, groups of six, uh, so you would need a lot more coaches, uh, you know, things like that. So there's the ball on every pitch yeah how do you disaffect the ball every and we joke around say we'll have a tub of purell and after every play we'll just dip the ball in it and you're uh, worried about a spitball this yes a lot worse than that well you know another uh thing that you have to look at especially with uh contact sports is whistles uh that coaches use during practice and oh, that yeah. officials use during games well whistles project spit so you'd have to be able to put a shield over that would contain <laughs> it so i Can don't see how it's gonna shield? be done a shield on an official's whistle. Yep. Are you kidding me? 
Oh, that is too funny. Hey, All they're right. missing enough calls as it is. They don't yeah. need a shield to block yeah. their vision. The shield law would protect them, I'm telling you. Yeah, so it, it's going to be very difficult, and I, I think it also depends on the region. We're also seeing travel teams, if, what I'm hearing, are going to Ohio to play. Wow. All right, let's go to line two, and that would be our friend Frank in Tonawanda. Frank, you're on WBEN. Hello, Frank. Yeah, uh, Frank, this is Town of Tonawanda. Uh, okay, yes. Second. Uh, <laughs> you know, for the, for the longest time, I didn't uh, I didn't call or watch TV because I was so sick and tired of hearing about the same same. I got somebody at the door. Can you hold one second? Okay. He's got somebody at the door. It's probably the Avon lady. Or maybe not. Close. Don't. Yes. Yeah, my Hello. Surgery. Go ahead. I've been tapping by doing things, you know. Uh, yeah. I, you know what really aggravated me the most? Yesterday I was watching Tucker Carlson for a little bit, and uh, they were showing this young white woman. She was uh, walking down the street, and he, this guy came up from behind her. He was a minority. And he says, uh, I would like you to kneel to show that you're sorry for white privilege. Oh, my God. And I'm going, what the hell is going on here? I saw that. She kneeled. She kneeled. And yeah. I'm going to be a cold day in hell that I do that. And Me too. Gentlemen, yeah, like the gentleman said before, a couple of callers ago, he says, uh, the only person that I kneel for is uh, God Almighty. And, uh, and to see these policemen... Uh, kneeling for whatever reason, that just shows sign of weakness. That's- I think the cops uh, take a, a take a knee uh, to keep the calm, uh, keep the crowd calm. I think that's like feeding the lion. You keep feeding the lion, the lion's fine until the lion runs out of food and they eat you. Uh, I, I think it's a sign of weakness too. Uh, the real sign of pro- of we're together with you is we don't do it. We don't we don't uh, allow it, and we don't we certainly don't encourage any kind of uh, police brutality. That's the that's the what you should show, not the fact that uh, you're kneeling. I think kneeling is extreme sign of weakness. Yeah, you know, Sandy, in, in every profession, you always have a bad apple. I don't care. You know, I, when I was in the military, we had some bad apples. When you're in the police force, you it's it's. It's just it is what it is, and you have to you have to try to get rid of those bad apples. And and the big mistake in Minneapolis is they should have got rid of that bad apple a long, long time ago because he had like sixteen or seventeen previous citations against. Him. He did, and uh, you have to look and wonder why a guy like that's on the force. I can tell you without even looking, uh, union, uh, some kind of union rule that allows this, or they make some kind of bargain deal. He shouldn't have been even wearing a badge and carrying a gun. You're right. And, you know, getting to the social distancing, where, you know, we have friends of ours that have small small coffee shops, and, and they've, been, they've been taking a beating for this whole period of time. Now they, they, they want to, you can open up the, uh, the outdoor seating and everything, but you have to be six feet apart. And all. What, what is that going to do for a lot of these small businesses? It's going to incur more costs for them. They, people aren't going to put up with that because they want to sit outside. They want to breathe the fresh air. You don't want to be sitting out there with a mask on on a 90-degree day waiting for your, your latte or whatever and, uh, and have to pull the mask down when you sip on it. To me, yeah, here we have hell on one side of our screen and on the other side uh, another version of hell. 
because it seems silly now with what, what else is going on. Uh, unless we find out within the next week or two uh, that uh, that spread like crazy, like wildfire among the, uh, the the thundering mobs. Oh, for sure. And you think you know? Do you think anybody was concerned about COVID? Was CNN? Was MSNBC? Were they concerned about COVID when these uh, when these uh, these thugs were running rampant through the streets, burning and looting and beating people, killing people? No, they weren't. It turned out fly that. Uh, uh, that uh, George Floyd had the virus, but he had it in April, so that mean, meant it was probably dissipated by the time he died. But he did have it uh, early in the season, right? And all these other all these other people that were writing, do you think they they were concerned about George Floyd? No, they. If you asked them quickly, uh, what is the name of the person? They couldn't even tell you. It wasn't about that. It was a reason. It gave them a stepping off point a reason to do what they want to do. See, they've been laying in the weeds waiting to do something like this nature. And, and keep in mind, if you keep, if you keep a record book of the four years uh, that the president's been in office, or three and a half years, actually, uh, you'll see it's one big thing after another big thing organized. Hit them, hit them, hit them. And this, is, this has been laying in wait. And when they saw this will be an easy opportunity because everybody was uh, was just horrified by what we saw on television with this man's death. He didn't deserve to die like that. He didn't deserve to die at all. So, um, so this was an opportunity to put the plan. Don't think this just happened overnight. To put the plan in use, and that's what they're doing. They're they're trying to overthrow the U.S. government. Oh, for sure. I mean, and do you think any of these these thugs? Do you think any of them know who uh, Martin Luther King was? I don't think so. And, you know, where's, where are these so-called preachers like Jesse Jackson and the Reverend L. Sharpton? Where Sharpton are- is going to speak at the funeral, I think it's today, the actual uh, funeral. I, I think he's from Houston, but I think this is going to be held in in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, where are the, uh, the predominantly strong uh, minority voices? Where are, yeah, right. I want to know, where are they? Where were they when that... that that elderly play, uh, the former uh, captain was killed in front of the pawn shop. What about now, the... I can tell you, here's something to look for. Watch television, and I don't care what channel it is. It can be Fox, could be MSNBC, could be CNN. If they have a black panelist on or somebody that they're going to interview who's black, I guarantee you that's somebody who's made something of their life. They've become successful. They're a businessman. They're an athlete. They're this, they're that. But they're successful people. And they, those are the ones that abhor this violence uh, just as much as anybody because there we're trying to make sure there's no police violence, uh, but we also don't want to besmirch the name of uh, George Floyd, and uh, they don't want a, a, a negative image of minorities in general. So they know because they're smart enough. Uh, and they'll be decried by a lot of uh, of average people simply because they'll say they sold out in order to become successful. That's not true at all. That's just somebody who's very jealous. Got to run, Frank. Always good to talk to you. Let's go to a break, and we'll return on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let's go to Mary on line four. Mary in Lancaster, you're on WBEN. Oh, good morning, Sandy. And first, before I start anything, uh, congratulations to Tony and Jeannie. I hope they had a 
nice anniversary. <laughs> 14 oh. years they've been married. Yep, that's very nice. Thank you, Mary. Yes. I hope, I'm, I just feel bad that you probably wanted to go out to dinner or something, and and just like my husband and I, we had to stay home. I gave him a uh, gift certificate to Saks Fifth Avenue. <laughs> must must be used by Saturday. Now, uh, other than that, um, I want to give you a heads up. I called my state senator Gallivan. Okay. I am just infuriated with the the media coverage, and I, I called his office. He was, you know, he was a state trooper. He was the Erie County Sheriff. And he was in law enforcement and everything else. And I want to know, it, it just absolutely sickened me when I saw those police kneeling with those people. I mean, I think, you know, what, what it, it was like, uh, it wasn't, it was appeasement, you know, that was, the way I saw it was like, um, we'll kneel down with you and, and oh, we're going to kneel down with you. It's not, it's not, it wasn't enforcement of you know the violence. No, it, it, I understand why they did it. I don't approve of it though. I, it shows weakness, and it might be misconstrued. Right. In other words, if they're against police brutality, they're on the same side as the protesters. So you don't need to kneel down to prove it. And when I when I saw that, you know what 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 sickens me also is the fact that people keep saying, "Oh, you know, it's you know peaceful things." And I, like I said to, to the girl at uh, Gallivan's office, I said, give him the message. I want him and others, and I want, I would, I'm using this voice now to ask people to do what I did. Call your legislators and say, who are they working for? That where and all these reports do you see? Uh, the taxpayer, somebody standing up. Oh, I'm, I'm here to defend my, uh, the taxpayers. The police are supposed to defend, the, the taxpayers and, and the uh, citizens, the common citizens, and not just all taxpayers, everybody, children, adults, everybody, they're supposed to be enforcing the law and protecting. Their, and what are they doing? Media is showing what another sickening thing was yesterday, showing that uh, the, the guy in, uh, I forget where it was, but he was, the, I guess it was a young kid, he was cleaning up and they were showing him, oh, he's cleaning up the mess in his neighborhood, and some guy saw that, and he says, oh, this kid's going to college. So he he congratulated this kid for cleaning up the mess, and the kid said that he needed a car for college. This guy gave him a car, and then there's some, I don't know what college or whatever, gave him a scholarship. Now, oh, wow. But the people, the business people, that were their businesses were destroyed. They have children that are going to... How are they going to pay for their children? Well, there was a dentist uh, they showed today on a dental practice. Right. And, and they specialize in, in the treating people with no insurance, people who don't have much cash. Uh, they specialize in that. And they stole everything and broke everything. And the stuff they stole, and, and they, uh, the dentist said they won't even know what that is. So they just did it for wanton destruction. And as far as I'm concerned, when, uh, you know, taking the knee is appropriate only in church. Right. When you're in church and you want to uh, kneel to God, that's one thing. Kneeling to somebody on the street because they tell you to is quite another thing. The other thing, Sandy, is like those police, okay? Remember when Sheriff Howard was standing there? They said, oh, he was in uniform. He should not have joined those people. He was just watching this protest or something. And they reamed him out because he was in uniform. 
It, it, well, they don't. Uh, the media doesn't like Sheriff Howard. I do. Uh, the media, uh, and when the media doesn't like somebody or something, any time they get a chance, they'll take a shot at it. Well, the people should start getting going to the media and and saying this. You know, who side are you? Are you on the side of the taxpayers? You know, the the citizens that who who are you protecting? The police are trying to protect you, you fools. And why don't you go to these, go to you know, go to these people that. Uh, have these? They, as soon as you have a, you get a petition or pro, whatever it is a permit to have a protest. Okay, once violence breaks out, that's it. You're all you're you're guilty. You violated your your uh, permit. Everybody gets arrested. Yeah, and you know, taking the the knee isn't really an act of peace. It's just a a, a pause for violence. Uh, they're not going to violate right now. But in, in two minutes, when they run across somebody else, they may feel like doing it. It's got, it's got no real meaning. It is designed, I guess, to, to, to calm them down, much as you would a baby, by uh, you know, giving it a little bit of milk. Uh, so I find it, look, I'm watching right now a man hitting a woman with a two-by-four, okay? He's, this is a guy hitting a woman with a two-by-four. And where is <clears throat> now, equal protection under the law? If I was standing there with that woman, that guy would not be doing that. I can tell you that because there'd be a hole in his board. Exactly. But the right. protection under the law. The police. You got it. Hey, thank you, Mary. Thank you very much. Mr. Beamer, we got time for a couple of uh, uh, quick um, uh, Facebooks. What yeah, we're asking people about social distancing. Has it lost its meaning? Let's go to Jeff, who is a top fan. And Jeff says, yes, it was never effective. We need herd immunity for this, quote, pandemic. Since protesting, et cetera, all masks and social distancing recommendations are null. Isn't it funny? We, none of us really knew what herd immunity was. And now uh, we, we didn't use it for the, uh, for the virus, but now we have herds running the streets, running rampant, sometimes very lawless. So sometimes uh, it can be used for more than one definition. Another, please. Oh, man, I just read something. I'll tell you off air. Eric says... Oh, those are the good ones, if you're going to tell me off the air, yeah. Eric says, if thousands of people can gather to burn, loot, and protest without masks, I can surely run into the grocery store, gas station, or voting booth without one. Yeah, the uh, the whole thing is uh, it's so funny. You see, if you had a split-screen television, on one half you see them running crazy, lighting things on fire, hitting people over the head with a board... And then on the other side, we have, uh, don't forget, yes, uh, you can have outdoor dining today, uh, but you must call and make a reservation, and then we'll be there, and the tables must be six feet apart. Uh, you, you have to wear gloves and a condom. Uh, oh, never mind the condom, just the gloves. <laughs> the, uh, gloves will be fine. Uh, and uh, that's, that's the way it is. We're very strict and very organized. Why don't we make everybody in the, uh, in the uh, riot group have to go and make an appointment and go to dinner. Why don't we do that? Now, you must put down the clubs and the bricks. You can have no more than one brick at a place setting. Have It'll your be, temperature uh, taste, uh, taken before you protest, yes, by the way. exactly. Take it with that new rectal thermometer with the barbed wire on it. We'll be back with more. You think that's a good idea, Tony? That <laughs> yes. Be, that might work. On News Radio 930. The- 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we are back with the beach and company of sandy beach uh with what we've seen on tv does social distancing mean anything anymore and uh like mattis mattis a uh, mad dog mattis former uh, Secretary of State, uh, has to, feels he absolutely has to uh, write in a piece that the president doesn't bring people together, blah, 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 blah. And uh, so that's why the second question is, will people just shut the hell up? Had enough of this. It's been three and a half years of every day something uh, to try and scuttle the president. Uh, he's managed to accomplish a great deal with all of the opposition. And now they're throwing bricks at him. Uh, that's how sophisticated it is. Let's go to uh, line five. Line five would be Vince in Amherst. Uh, Vince, we haven't talked to you in a while. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, Cindy. Uh, a couple points. Uh, uh, that What happened to that cop in St. Louis? He got shot, killed. Uh, he was a 34-year-old. Uh, veteran of the police. Uh, he was a ex-service guy, but he got shot by a black guy. And WNSBC, CNN, they don't care about that. That's only brought up on Fox. And here's a guy that must have been a little, had a little more character than George Floyd. I mean, what happened to George is horrific. I'm not condoning it one, one bit. But he, it did start by him resisting arrest. Uh, and what these protesters are doing, when is laying down in the middle of the road uh, a, a reasonable thing to protest? 
Why is why can't because all they do at nighttime is cover the looters and the robbers. Yeah. Uh, when do we? When does when does the protesting stop? When is enough enough? Yeah. In fact, I've I've heard several calls for. Okay, you've protested. You made your point. Uh, now you don't have to be there every day. And when you are, they're using you as cover. You know what it reminds me of uh, the, uh, when uh, you're in a place like Afghanistan where the terrorists in, uh, initiate the fact that they're in with real people, innocent people. They live with them. So you can't bomb them. Right. Uh, you can't bomb that house. It's got uh, a lot of innocent people in there. Well, that's what they're doing. Uh, they're taking uh, the rioters and mixing them in with the protesters so you don't know who's who. Uh, that, uh, but what the, what they're doing is it, it's, it's just when is enough enough? Why do we have to keep going through this? I think it's enough now. I think it's past the time where they, they've either got to take uh, uh, take the mayor of New York out of out of office, and Cuomo said he can do it, and bring in the National Guard and just settle this thing down. And there are ways to do it. Uh, you can make them have to uh, go through entry points. Uh, there's all kinds of things you can do to slow it down. You can issue permits only for uh, something with just trees and shrubs in it and no glass and no businesses, things like that. Now, they won't destroy the trees and shrubs, probably, because they're probably, uh, many of them, environmentalists. But enough is enough. I don't know about you. I've had enough. Absolutely. Sandy, another thing. Last night, Tucker Carlson had on all the black men in the United States that were killed by police officers in 2019. And it was 10. There were 10, and out of the 10, like six of them uh, were uh, were okayed by an inquiry board uh, because of uh, what was going on. I think they finally got it down to two that were really que- that were questionable. Out of all of the people that they deal with in 2019. They probably killed more white guys. Oh, yeah, by a lot. One other- by a lot. And the, the, biggest, the biggest configuration is black-on-black crime, the biggest one, by far. Why do black lives matter more when it's taken by a white person, but the thousands of black people that kill other black people, don't those lives matter? It's all- well, of, co- of course they do, but now you're using logic. Uh, this is a mob. This is the mob intelligence. Right. Uh, you could stand in front of the mob and make a logical point like you just made. It's not going to have any impact on them. They don't care about this. They don't even, the truth is, they don't even care about George Floyd. They care about, okay, can we do it now? Can we break the window and take the merchandise now? Can we beat the woman with a two-by-four? Can we uh, pull the other 29-year-old buffalo woman out of her car and beat the hell out of her? How about It's just a, way, a reason to do it. Five to six, Sunday night in Philadelphia, I was watching the Target store get cleaned out. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised uh, Target didn't just uh, clean out their own store ahead of time. Yes. So it doesn't make any sense to lose all that merchandise. And look what they had to do uh, at the Saks uh, store on Fifth Avenue. They not only put plywood on there, they put razor wire, the kind you would see to keep uh, prisoners from escaping. Uh, one, one last thing, John, or Sandy. Donald John Trump 
is the greatest president we've ever had. I agree. I, I, I Certainly one of them. He's done a great job under very trying circumstances. And one thing I can say for sure, that no, no president's ever been under such a barrage by the press every single day. Th- thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Every single day. Uh, we're about a minute early, but let's go in, shall we, uh, to a break on News Radio 930. This is WBEN. If you've been watching, uh, probably more watching than listening, of uh, what's going on in the country, it's pretty disgraceful, actually. But one of the things I, I want to bring up now, as the crowds uh, chant, defund the police, defund the police. So the crowd wants no police. I want you to think about what your life would be without police. Think about it. Uh, yeah. Uh, the guy breaks the window. It, uh, the glass is uh, broken at 2 a.m. Who do you call? What do you do? Uh, you can't call the police because there aren't any police. Now, you could defend yourself, I guess, with a baseball bat or something, hoping that the people breaking into your house aren't, um, uh, you know, aren't there for a, a game of baseball. However, if you're a Second Amendment person like I am and like a lot of our listeners are, at least you have some form of defense. But a lot of people don't even have that. So they would be totally at the mercy of any scumbag that wanted to come into your house and take your memories or your treasure, whatever you have in there. And the thought of defunding the police, pardon me, is just plain stupid. Why would you waste your time with a chant for something that's that stupid. We're not going to, even under these extraordinary days, we're not going to give up civility because you feel like it. You got it? You don't like civility because you don't like any checks and balances. Why, aren't you, shouldn't everybody be allowed to break the window and go in and get something for free? So, uh, Tony, when when they chant, defund the police... I think that's about the most stupid thing I can think of. Well, they want anarchy, Sandy. Yeah, they do. Anarchy that's what it rules. Would be. That's what it would be. It would be anarchy. So think about it. Think about a life. Uh, you know, I'm sure books have been written like that. I, I think it would be interesting to, to look up and see uh, some current book that's written about life without police. Yes, yeah, some of you wouldn't care that much because you got a lousy uh, speeding ticket. A lot of you, uh, uh, for other reasons, may not like the police, but you don't want to give them up. You do not want to give them up. Let's go to Bill in Eden. Bill, you're on WBEN. He's on line one. Bill. Good morning, Sandy. I've got a lot for you here. Hopefully I can get it in the two-minute drill. Oh, you got time. Go ahead. Rush Limbaugh was saying yesterday to some distraught woman, you know, maybe you should just turn off the TV for a week because... It'll help your mood out a lot. And I was thinking, I remember after these recent, the first group of protests right before all this violence, we had BLM that was painted on our city hall bollards, on our city hall columns. BLM was painted on the bases of statues. It was painted on our McKinley Monument. And BLM was even painted on the Washington, D.C. World War II Memorial, which makes me wonder, could that, you know, if you want to think about it, maybe it stands more for, like, break, loot, and mob or break, loot, and manipulate, because it seems to be more an identity politics, more of a division kind of thing, more activism, or, quote, community organizing. 
In fact, if you ever see the Solovinsky movie, A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, it brings up a lot of that. And well, I- you know, to me, uh, that disgracing the World War II monument, many minorities served with great valor in World War II, and you're defacing a monument that partially belongs to them. Absolutely. So they don't even know what the hell they're doing. Right. And I'm uncomfortable seeing people with fists in the air. Like when we saw like some of those those stupid, you know, white supremacists like Carl Hand, they had a little rally. Yeah. And their hands up and they're saying white power. I don't it doesn't shouldn't be like one race or the other white power, black power. You can't hold hands with someone if you have your fist in the hand. And well, first of all, if they're in Buffalo, what the hell do you want? Most of the offices Public offices are held by minorities. That's true. Including the mayor and the police commissioner, and I think the deputy commissioner, same thing. Uh, prominent people in the council, or, uh, Darius Pridgen is the president of the council and a minister, and he's, uh, he's certainly in a position of authority. We have people in the, in the uh, legislature. So when you're talking about power, the power is already there. Yeah. And could you imagine the outrage if you had a white person on the street asking a black person to kneel to show the, their disapproval of the violence? You know, that would be on the same level as, uh, as the death of George Floyd. If you asked a, 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 uh, a black person to kneel in front of you, yeah. it would be a national, national, uh, just a, uh, it would be overwhelming. We should all consider ourselves Americans. When we go to the border and cross and they ask, what's your citizenship? We say American. We don't say, like, well, I'm Jewish American or I'm Irish American or I'm African American. We should just be Americans. And as far as white privilege goes, do you think Kathy Hochul, who's making $200,000 a year and it's going to be $220,000 a year, or Andrew Cuomo, who's going to be making $250,000 a year, that's a quarter of a million dollars. I asked my black brothers and sisters out there, how long does it take y'all to make $250,000? Are Kathy Hochul and Andrew Cuomo going to kneel together to decry their white privilege? And then, Sandy, you talked about, like I'm thinking of these letters, like STFU, D.A. Flynn. He's saying, like, well, there were all these white people predominantly that were in that were arrested. Well, did he didn't happen to say, like, how many that drove into the police line were? Well, my attitude is you want a better review, do a better job. Yeah. If you don't want to be in the, in the uh, 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 jail overnight, don't do any, anything that would put you in the jail overnight. You are responsible for your behavior. And then a final point. Um, do you remember, like, the, the shoe bomber and the beltway snipers? Sure. And the Fort Hood shooter and the Boston Marathon bombers and San Bernardino Pulse Nightclub World Trade Center? Well, just, this is just a fact-based thing, just for the comparison and the point. All of those people were Muslims, but we don't say, like, all Muslims are bad. Instead, we hear things like, well, those people had psychological problems. They had mental illness. After the, the whole bombing of the World Trade Center, we heard that the real victims were the Muslims that were being attacked, you know, or not even attacked, but just looked upon with suspicion. But do we ever hear that this Derek Chauvin guy, even with that stupid look in his eye, I mean, do we hear, like, well, he could have been mentally ill? The real victims are like the white people in the United States that are being brought down because of this. And maybe everyone that's going against him just has a bad case of Caucasophobia. Well, uh, plus it, it should teach any police department that you don't have a guy with 18 incidents on his record. You don't have him out on the street because he can cause something like this. I say he it could be a woman, probably not. Uh, but thank you. Thanks for the call. 
You can't do that. Uh, Tony, are you there? You know, yes. w- we both know why that guy's still on the force. I guarantee you, if they looked into it, you would see that with his 18 incidents, uh, it's the union that kept him on there. That's why if there's any, ever any discussion amongst community, community leaders and uh, police captains and police chiefs, you have to bring somebody in from the union as well to address some of these issues. And, you know, as, as you think about it, uh, maybe we're just uh, used to it. Maybe it's just normal for us. When I think of the minority uh, that we have in p- positions of authority, uh, I don't think of them as, as black. I think of them as I agree with them or I don't. Uh, and uh, if the mayor comes in, uh, we had one interview with him that um, he and I didn't quite see eye to eye. Uh, but it wasn't because he was black. It was because of an issue. And that's it. Um, if you want equality without any kind of criticism, uh, first of all, you don't have to ask for equality. You have it. It's already there. All right. There's enough. There's an, there are enough laws on the book, on the books that uh, w- would protect you from uh, job discrimination or, uh, or almost anything you can think of. So it's already there. You don't need it. And asking somebody to uh, a white person to kneel down. You've got to be kidding. When I first saw that uh, that uh, piece, that video piece, I thought it was a joke. I thought they were joking and then found out they weren't. No matter what it, color you are, you should not be taking a knee for someone else. Absolutely right. Take the knee for God. That's That, that might be very, very useful. Might be very helpful. Let's see. I think we got time for one more. Let's can I this. can I give you something yeah. real quick, Sandy? Okay. And yeah. this is just to show you how the uh, social media is such a disease in this country. Uh, one of my friends posted this. Thank you, Eric. There's a young lady from West Seneca who posted on her Facebook page, and I'm going to give you the uh, short version of it. You know, basically she's saying, "Stop looting around uh, Bailey. You need to go to Lovejoy, South Buffalo, North Buffalo, uh, Sloan, and you need to." To set them on fire. You need to destroy their business, uh, loot their houses, terrorize people, destroy their streets. Okay, so that's pretty bad. Somebody reported this young lady to Facebook, and Facebook reply was, "Thank you for uh, being concerned, but this does not violate our community standards." Telling people where to go to destroy property and maybe end up killing people. Correct. Is- is, is all right with their standards? Yes. See, I have a feeling, we've done a lot of shows like this, I have a feeling social media is such a, a, a gut-wrenching thing in times like this because uh, you see that they help those who are breaking the law, suggesting where to go. I'll tell you where not to go. I'll t- if I were in that group, I wouldn't go to any private residence in the suburbs. And no way, because they're not going to have a sign out front that says gun-free zone. I also wouldn't mess with anything that's Native American. The Native Americans take great pride in accomplishing what they have, and no punk is going to take that away from them. I can tell you that. I would not want to be in a group going up against Native Americans. They have a great deal of pride, and I believe me, I think they, they don't talk a lot. Uh, but they know how to deal with uh, with problems. That about wraps it up. Now I'm going to have another three, four hours of misery while watching and listening. But I think by tomorrow, maybe I'll feel better. On News Radio 930 WBN.
The Sandy Beach WBEN studio rings out in support of those who rang the Roswell Park Comprehensive Cancer Center victory bell today in celebration of a victory, large or small. Elvis has left the building. Oh, I wish we never had to leave the beach. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. What the hell do you know, you ignorant bastard? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.